Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it, again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, your boy has quite a bit to talk about today, okay? New York Jets are here, three and three, all right? We've made a trade of Miko Hartman. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing uh, analysis of the team at this point. You know, how are you folks feeling about this football team? We're 3-3. Three and three. We know Aaron Rodgers has been sidelined early. Three plays, or I think it was four plays into the season, right? He's been gone with the torn Achilles. He's working himself to get back. We'll see when that will be. A lot of people talking about him coming back this season. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. But uh, we've heard a lot of great things from him. We've seen a lot of great things. He's walking without crutches in certain spots. But in his absence, Zach Wilson has been out there doing his thing. Okay? And this team and this defense has been phenomenal. Along with, uh, you know, Brees Hall putting in work, we're going to discuss all of that. Okay? We're just coming off of a big win against the Philadelphia Eagles as well. So we're going to be talking about a lot of different things tonight. We're going to be analyzing the team, and I want to hear from y'all. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Hold on. We're going to get to everybody. Trust me. I'm so hyped up, man. Before I really get going, let me start the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Now, your boy's on Twitter as well, okay? Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter, Okay. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. Let's go back and forth and have a good discussion. All right? I want to thank everybody, you know, for following me. People hit me up all the time, want to talk to me about the Jets. I appreciate it. Some people just hit up the page as well and just want to talk to me about life. You know, I'm here for that too. Some people say I give great advice. Hey, I'm all about it. My personal page is YoungJ000, all right, for those of you that don't know that. Go get on over there. Follow me. You know. Also, your boy's on iTunes too. Go on over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, okay? Subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a five-star rating and give me some feedback, all right? Let me know what you folks think I'm doing here on my show. I want to thank everybody that does that. I truly appreciate it. It helps the show get out there. Helps, uh, you know, it to go up in the, odd, uh, in the iPod world, or excuse me, in the podcast world, Okay. So, uh, you know, please go over there and do that, all right? And for those of you that do not know as well, okay, also stream the show live, okay? We stream show live. We also have a channel where I put up content, okay? If you want to check out the show live, you want to see your boy, a lot of people say your boy is handsome, you know what I'm saying? What can I say? I'm not arrogant, you know? I'm just a regular guy out here working with what I got. Ladies, thank you so much for all the, the compliments. I appreciate you, all right? 
Now, uh, if you want to see the show live, you want to see what your boy does, come on over to YouTube, okay? Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Type all, okay? Hit the notification bell, then hit all, so you get all the notifications. So when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, please give the stream a thumbs up, give the videos a thumbs up, and share them across your social media with your friends and your family. Now, keep in mind, when you come over here, all right, you watch the show live, you're going to have to deal with some people. It's my chat, man. I call them the savages. You want to know why? They're savages. Listen, man, savages because they get after everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. If they don't like your take, they don't like what you bring to the table, they're going to let you have it, okay? Dakota, I see you in the building. Salutes. Captain K salutes to you as well. GVH. It's Friday night. We back at it again. We're back at it again. Salutes to all the savages in the chat, man. I appreciate y'all. You know, please again continue to give uh, put your questions in the chat as well. As the show continues, I will come to you. You know, throughout the callers, we're going to be moving and shaking and talking about a lot of different things tonight. You know, but keep in mind, I'm one man. Okay, man. And also, as well, for those of you that do not know, I'm wearing pink. Okay. I'm wearing pink because I support the fight against breast cancer. This is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I am involved uh, with the Susie G. Coleman Foundation, okay? You can go on my, uh, in my link tree or in the description of my videos or even on my channel across my social media as well. Uh, there's a link in all of those places, right, that will lead you to uh, my donation page for the Susie G. Coleman Foundation, all of that money goes directly to the Susie G. Coleman Foundation. It's actually a link that literally sends you to the foundation as well. Um, anything that you can give, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, anything helps. Okay, I'm all about doing whatever I can to bring the fight to breast cancer and do whatever we can to eradicate this awful disease. And I also am about spreading breast cancer awareness. Please know, get yourself checked. Early detection is extremely important, and not just for you know my female listeners. Hey, male listeners. You can get breast cancer as well. We had a great guest uh, earlier this month, a man that, that dealt with breast cancer. Uh, so please go ahead and get yourself checked out, everybody, okay, everybody. Now, as we continue to move along here, <laughs> it's time to talk, man. We've got to talk those jets again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Callers, hold on. We're going to come to y'all in a second. We're going to get to everybody. All right. Now, the New York Jets made a move, okay? They made a move. <laughs> they have traded Nico Hardman back to the Kansas City Chiefs. Wow. I mean, wow. This was a this was it's a little shocking to me, okay? And here's why it's a little shocking to me. Is because this has been in the air for a little bit, but what Nico I thought could bring to the offense, with all the things that we had moving and shaking, I thought that he was going to be a bigger part of the offense than he was. His role really didn't seem to get going, but I was a little stunned that they would deal him, right? Now, keep in mind, the trade deadline is coming. Now, the Jets did trade Nicole Harbin to the Chiefs, all right? Now, the Chiefs got a 2025 seventh-round pick from the Jets along with Nicole Hartman, and the Jets got in the trade a 2025 sixth-rounder from the Chiefs. So that was the deal. 
And another reason why this kind of stunned me, right? I'm going to kind of go down the list here is uh, it started to make me wonder, like, why was he signed in the first place if we weren't going to utilize him, right? As I spoke about earlier, this has kind of been in the air for a little bit, but I just didn't think it was going to happen because this wasn't a guy that was, like, held over, right? He wasn't like a Denzel Mims who we ended up letting go. This wasn't a Elijah Moore that was already here when Hackett got here and then things just wasn't working out. He had already asked for a trade before, so we got rid of him. No, this was a guy that when he signed, he signed here. Aaron Rodgers was in the building. We had brought in Alan Lazard, you know, Hackett, our offensive coordinator, was moving and pulling strings and grabbing guys and bringing them in. And he was one of the guys that we were extremely excited about this upcoming season when we signed him. Because we said, okay, we got Garrett Wilson outside. We got Lazard. Nicole Hartman is going to be the guy to really stretch the defense. He's going to be our burner. He's going to be the guy that's going to be explosive. He's going to take the top off of defense and really show people what time it is, right? If you do not cover Nicole Hartman correctly, he's going to cook you. He's going to cook you. It's going to be a quick six. This offense is going to be, it's going to be very tough to cover. And Nicole's role just never panned out. He's actually deactivated four games before. And so when you look at the situation here, right, you look at a guy like Randall Cobb, who's taken a ton of snaps away from Miko Hartman. He's been out there. He's been out snapping Miko Hartman, you know, when Miko was here for a, a long, a long stretch, man, by a mile. And what's crazy is that Randall Cobb is a 33-year-old wide receiver. And no disrespect to him. He's still productive, right? He's doing his thing here. He's making catches, you know, here and there. But when you look at it, it's like, hey, Miko, all the things that he could bring to the offense, the jet sweeps and all the – Digity gadgety plays, and he's going to be a guy that's going to really keep defenses, opposing defenses on their toes. It's like he was never utilized, but we constantly see Randall Cobb out there. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand how we couldn't figure out how to utilize Miko Hardman's speed and explosiveness within an offense, especially an offense that is struggling to score. And we've seen that, right? Struggling to score. Now, Xavier Gibson, you know, has been brought up as being a big reason why Nicole Hartman's role kind of diminished, right, greatly. Because Xavier Gibson has really emerged as a special teams guy. He's done some good work there. We won the Bills game because of him. And he's been given some packages as a wide receiver as well, right? We've seen him make some plays here and there and move the chains. But still and yet, you wonder, hey, Nicole can do a lot of the same things that Gibson does, maybe even better, right? How is it that you couldn't utilize both of those things? I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit wondered, man, a bit puzzled, excuse me. I'm a bit puzzled about this situation. I don't understand how Nathaniel Hackett could not figure out how to utilize Nicole Hartman within this offense. I just, I don't know. And there hasn't really been a clear answer. Even before, when Nicole Hartman, before he was traded, there was members of the Jets media that were coming to him and asking him about this in, in, on media days, right, on like little press conferences. And they even asked him, you know, about what he thought about his role at the time and why wasn't he being on the field much. And he just kind of, I'm paraphrasing, he just kind of said, hey, look, I'm working, do whatever I can to get back on the field. I'm doing whatever I got to do. Even when he was asked then, would you welcome a trade, if the Jets decided to move on and he just kind of said, Hey, you know, if it works out for the other team and it works out for the Jets, then Hey, it is what it is. 
you know, <laughs> I don't really know. He he just kind of said, hey, I don't really know. I've never been in this situation before. So, you know, so you got to wonder, man. You got to wonder. I don't know if we'll ever truly get an answer as to uh, what exactly happened with Nicole Hartman and why he wasn't utilized. I don't know. But uh, it's just kind of strange. But I do think that this opens the door for Xavier Gibson to have more of an expanded role within the offense. And another guy as well, Jason Brownlee. My goodness, Jason Brownlee was great in the offseason. Did a lot of great work for us, right? Him and Malik Taylor, but Brownlee was the guy that made the roster. Um, did a lot of great work in the offseason. Looked really good in preseason games. Looked really good in a lot of the, you know, the practices and made great one-handed catches. Looked like a guy that was really coming on and was really putting some heat on. A new young blood, right? Young blooded wide receiver coming in. He can make plays. He can do this. Maybe this opens the door for him to be utilized more often within the offense as well. That's what I'm guessing. But uh, I'm telling you, man, your guess is as good as mine when it comes to why Nicole Hardman was traded. Because I don't know. I truly don't know. Again, he was a guy we were all excited about. Captain K salutes to you. Captain K says, is he a bad locker room guy? I don't, I've never heard anything. And that's a great question. I've never heard anything negative about Nicole Hartman, uh, you know, within the Jets locker room at all. As a matter of fact, and I'll get to the callers in a second, 515-602-969-470. I see you in the building. Val Russi will be coming to y'all as well. As a matter of fact, right, when this all started, especially when Aaron Rodgers uh, first signed and all the guys were showing up during the offseason stuff and, you know, Aaron Rodgers was showing up to all the offseason stuff as well, the, the mini camps and all of that. Nicole Hartman was one of the guys that was named that was, you know, going to join Aaron Rodgers when he did that, you know, when he was bringing guys in so that they could practice together and get the offense better. He was one of the guys. From everything we heard about Nicole Hartman, he was all about working, working, getting to know the offense, getting in on Aaron Rodgers. That He literally said recently that Aaron Rodgers was the reason why he, you know, wanted to join the New York Jets. So I don't know. I don't think we'll get a straight answer. At least I haven't heard of it. Again, we're live. Maybe there'll be some breaking news while the show is live here. But uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. So we're going to get to the line, 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, please subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Okay? Also, you know, share across the, your social media with your friends and your family. If you want to give to the platform, the Super Chat is there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. And, again, check that description, okay? Suze G. Coleman, go ahead and support. We're all about breast cancer awareness, and we're all about trying to eradicate breast cancer as well, all right? So we're going to get to the lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number Call in. We're taking all callers. First call I'm going to, 470. 470, we're coming to direct you to you. Rusty Val, we'll get to you guys in a second. 470, you're looking like a new caller. Called in early. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Miko Harmon being traded to the Chiefs from the New York Jets. How do you feel about it? Hey, Joe, I'm from Georgia. Actually followed Miko all through high school. He's from Hartwell, Georgia. Played at University of Georgia. He is not a bad guy. He is actually a very respectable young man. I coached high school sports mm-hmm. in Georgia for 30 years. Um, I was excited 
I don't think they utilized him. Um, I read somewhere where they said he had a couple of early drops or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, maybe once Aaron Rodgers got hurt, um, they his role was reduced because Aaron Rodgers had some type of plan for him. He had some type of plan with Aaron Rodgers. But I really think he could have been used in the red zone. Speed sweeps, motion. If you watch yeah. other teams and how easy it is for them to score with misdirection, I mean, we don't do anything, mm-hmm. anything like that on the goal line. And I was just like, he was an all-pro guy. Numbers waned as, as he played in Kansas City with, with Kelsey and, and Tyreek, who also from my hometown in Georgia. Um, it's just mm-hmm. a, it's a travesty to me. And I really think we need to get somebody that can take the top off of defense. And I really thought mm-hmm. that it would at least make an effort to go deep with him a couple of times, and it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed. But by no stretch of the imagination is Miko the bad guy. He's a good guy. He is a very respectful yeah. young man. Nope. Yeah. No, listen. And I'll, I'll and, follow and, you. I've, I've been in NFZ for a couple of years now, and um, I really like your content, and um, I'll make a contribution to uh, breast cancer awareness. Uh, my cousin thank you for the Dolphins seven years. So, oh, okay. You know, that's, yeah, his name is Arturo Freeman. He was a DB in Miami. Okay. But uh, I just, awesome. I'm not. <laughs> I've been a Jets fan since Richard Todd. So I, okay. I go well, way your, back. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. What is your name again? First off, I want to thank you for Greg. calling in. What is Greg, your name again? Greg, Greg Freeman. Okay. All right, Greg, listen. I think you have a great point, right? Because that's what I was confused about as well. When Miko Hartman came into the building, I thought to myself, yo, this is a guy that's going to have that kind of, you know, that Debo Samuel kind of effect. We'll be able to run some exactly. things with him, some jet sweeps, have a runner. He'll be the yeah. X Factor guy, right? And that, what's crazy about all of this is I remember when Elijah Moore got traded, we said to ourselves as Jets mm-hmm. fans, uh, you know, it sucks. But guess what? We got Nicole Harmon in the building. That's going to be the true X-Factor guy, the guy that Elijah Moore was supposed to be. We're going to get some jet sweeps. We're going to move Nicole around. He's going to be in the slot. He's going to be moving. You won't be able to account for him. His speed and explosiveness will have such an impact on a daily basis because you're going to have to account for Garrett Wilson. We know Garrett's going to get doubled. We all figured that. Garrett's going to get doubled. You know, he's still going to eat, but he's going to get double. We know Alan Lazard, the other big body guy, we know they're going to focus on him. Miko Hardman going to get those one-on-ones. He's going to cook, get down the field, and we're going to – we bomb. Tunnel we bomb. Any, any yeah. Tunnel screen. And, and, his, exactly. The lack and of his – I don't get it. I, I just don't get how he didn't get utilized. Even with Aaron Rodgers being gone, even with Aaron Rodgers being gone, it's like, well, with Zach, you look at him, you still want to stretch the field. That's what Zach want to do. He literally want to run outside and just throw the ball down the field. Nicole Hartman's built for that. Why couldn't we find a way I, to utilize that? Go ahead, Greg. I don't know, but I think it's directly tied to our red zone woes. Yes. I think yeah, it's talk tied about it. That, talk about that. Yes. That, that and the fact that I don't think they use Ruckert enough. I think he's going to be really good as well. But, I mean, mm-hmm. he gets the ball, turn the corner, and get seven to eight yards before you wake up, before the defense mm-hmm. even can react to so I'm like, help me understand what happened between last year and this year yes. and the youth. He was promised the role, though. That's one of the mm-hmm. reasons why he came to He was promised that he was going to be utilized more. 
and it didn't happen. But you know, he's he's you never heard him say anything. He never complained because that's not who he is. You know, so yeah, I think we we blew that. I think we blew that. And um, I I like Gibson, but Gibson doesn't have that kind of speed or explosiveness. I'm sorry, he just mm-hmm. he's a fast guy, but he's not a quick guy. He's not Miko mm-hmm. Hardman quick. So I don't know. Okay, I, like I said, we kick more field goals field goals than anybody probably. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I think I think yeah. Hackett blew. Yeah, but I, I do I do like the content and I like the show. Yeah, thank you so much. And listen, I appreciate you. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, this was a great call from you, Greg. You're welcome. All right, you have a good. You're one. welcome, man. Listen, Greg calling in with some fire. He called in with some fire. There's other people that are concerned as well and are, are con- you know, wondering what's going on and why Nicole Hartman was moved on from. But again, when you look at it, that's something I want to talk about tonight as well. Is the New York Jets, you know. Issues in the red zone. We're near the bottom of the league again as far as scoring touchdowns uh, in the red zone this season. You know, we're near the bottom of the league. Now, we are getting a lot of field goals, and this is something I want to talk about as well. Greg Zerline don't get enough love. Greg the leg, he ain't getting enough love. I think he's 14 out of 15 from kicking field goals this this season. 14 14 out of 15 made field goals, okay? That guy and his kicking, all right, his contribution here with the New York Jets has kept us in games and won us games, okay? Look back at this last Eagles game. Greg was booting him and getting him in there. I think he had a long one, 43 yards, was able to hit that too. That consistency there at kicker has done wonders for this New York Jets football team this season. And that's, that's something that's been an issue in the past, big issue, right? Remember that year when we had all these guys coming in, Vedvik and – I can't even name all the kickers we had times. Well, that was awful to watch. Guys were missing kicks left and right. Whoa. Woo. I'm telling you. It was crazy. Okay? So, uh, Zerline definitely should get some love here. All right? But I want to continue to go to the lines. 515 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers, okay? Questions from the chat, we will get to you on a second. Again, lines are open, 515-602-9639. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty's in early. Val will come to you next. I got to go to Rusty, man. For those of you that do not know, this man, Rusty, he's a savage. What's going on, man? Listen, (laughs) (laughs) the Jets are coming off of a big win with the Eagles, right? We're going into the bye now. We're three and three. Give me your thoughts on what you've seen from this football team so far this season. What is your – how do you feel about what we've been able to do without Aaron Rodgers with Zach at the helm? I mean, it's – it's special, you know, not to be cliche or anything like that, but it truly is. For for what we did when we played against Buffalo, when you know everything went to hell, that 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 was unbelievable. Zach came and hit control. You know, mm-hmm. we we had a hiccups, you know, with the cowgirls, but you know, refs played their part. You know, 
God bless them. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we, we did the thing with Belichick, which is, I believe it's just a mental thing at this point. And when I, when we see them next time, I think it's a different ball game now. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. Then, you know, of course, with Kansas City, Leighton, you know, you're not I know you're a good guy, but I'll say it. So we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got some dirty, bud. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to be careful. You know, I got to be – there's people that watch you these different places, different spaces. I, I like everybody. You know, the, there's, there's molecules. I'll take some bullets for you, Joe. I'm cool with it. <laughs> okay, there's, there's molecules that often have on striped shirts, all right? Molecules that wear striped shirts yeah. that, you know, make me wonder. So I got to be careful. But y'all, you know, y'all can speak freely. I just got to watch. Three blind you know, your boy walk around <laughs> dressed as zebra. <laughs> That's their Halloween costume. That's what the NFL refs are. They're gonna they're gonna be zebras dressed as three blind monkeys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I can't even make it it, up. It, it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Like what you're saying is, you know, when you look at what we've been able to do here, especially three and three. It, even if we had Aaron Rodgers, if you would have told Jets fans at this point in the season we'd be three and three, I think everybody would be excited about that, right? If we had Aaron Rodgers, yeah. he, was, he was playing, he was out there on the field, everybody would be fired up about that. We'd be like, all right, three and three, we let's go. Expecting. Exactly. Yeah. But the fact that we're doing this with Zach Wilson, and again, I'm not here disrespecting him, Zach Wilson. I'm just saying Zach it is, is going out him. there and putting some things together. Right? He's putting things together. Yeah. And that's my leads to my next question. For Building his psyche. When you look at what Zach, yeah, when you look at what Zach has been able to do, when you look at how he's been playing, give me your analysis for him up until this point. What do you think he's done well this season? And where do you think after the bye week he needs to improve to really take the next step? With the well part, I I think um, playing him. You know what I mean? Like just similar to like how he was in BYU. You know, he wasn't good. But, you know, after two, three years in the system, all of a sudden things clicked. And competition. I think the Simeon thing was a low-key type of you know, like a nice Bunsen, uh, Bunsen burner, whatever the term. But, you know, that, that lit something underneath him too. And, of course, having Rodgers back with the headset, that, that is also crucial. And, of course, having him just period throughout, you know, this whole uh, summer, off-season training camp. But uh, he he's just been taking what the defense gives him. And now – the other part I would say is, you know, there's still people wide open left. But I'd rather, you know, I'd rather see a throwaway and us at least gain a three than mm-hmm. him just do a pick sixer. You know, like that's, mm-hmm. that's killer. You know, at least the defense yeah. gets rewarded by three instead of a goose egg, you know? Yeah. And, and, they they seem to be all in, man. They seem to be like how the Buccaneers were and the Ravens were, you know, when they had mm-hmm. those types of defenses. And they were like, all right, we'll do this. And yeah. now, you know, now, now when you look at this team, right, because you're talking about Zach Wilson and some of the things he's done well, um, I think he one of the things that I've of uh, an improvement that I've seen from him is his ability to settle himself in spots, right? Like, we've seen mm-hmm. him really step in and be able to settle himself and not let, you know, mistakes continue to compound throughout the, throughout the, throughout the season, right? 
We've seen him be able to come in the game, sell himself, make the smart throw, don't go out there and play, you know, hero ball and throw a bunch of interceptions, trying to do crazy stuff, you know, outside of that, that Cowboys game. But that was already out of the, you know, out the stratosphere. There, that, that game was over. Um, but yeah. when you look at what he's been able to do is really settle himself within the scheme and play smart, get the ball out of his hands, his check downs, is he hitting everybody, you know, that that's open all the time? No. But I'm telling you right now, if you go watch some other quarterbacks, <laughs> there's other guys that yeah. are really good in this league. They miss guys that are open too. So that happens. But, you know, Zach, I think, is playing solid, and he's doing everything he can to put us in great positions and not kill us. I think that that's a big He's playing mental ball, as well. Right. Exactly, exactly. He's playing a lot yeah. of great mental ball upstairs. Now, my next question for you, man, is when you look at what's going on here, right, Nicole Hardman gets traded back to the Chiefs from the Jets. Give me your thoughts on that. And also, do you connect Nicole Hardman's lack of utilization to our issues in the red zone? What are your thoughts, man? I I don't I don't know why we traded him back to the Chiefs and he's not even like the other guy who called in from Georgia, you know. He's not a bad like he's not going out saying anything. He's saying the right things and he's like just with it. I don't know if he got mimsed. I don't know what the heck happened. But like it's odd. And, yeah, I mean, speed kills. You know, like, Sal mm-hmm. himself said that. So, mm-hmm. I, it's a little weird to me. And I, the only way I could think around it and would be as if they only give Zach basically three options so within that two seconds mm-hmm. and everything all goes to heck. I, I don't know. You have other people sporadic around, uh, you know, sprinkled around the field, rather. But I don't know mm-hmm. why you wouldn't want somebody like that who's just, like, demon fat, you know? Yeah. He's a drag yeah. car. And yeah. and he's a cool – he's a good guy, you know? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not a mere. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's just odd. And then to give it back to Kansas City, where in a perfect world we're seeing them again in the playoffs, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And why give them another round – and that gun they got, literally, like, Mahomes. And I, for a six, I mean, yeah, I, I, I love draft picks as much as anybody else, but that's, mm-hmm. it's just a little, I don't know. I, I Long story short, to get on with it, too, I think we're going for linemen. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. it seems like we're knocking off some wide receivers because we got to, we got to build us some heavies up front, but I think that's what JD's trying to do, I guess, in the shadow. Yeah. I, I can be perfectly wrong. Listen, I've been wrong so many times. You know? Yeah. That's listen, cool. I, I don't know. Hopefully. Man, like I said, I think it's tough, especially, again, we've seen, we've seen depth in the past, uh, as particularly at the wide receiver position, be extremely crucial down the stretch for us. I remember there were years where yeah. our wide receiver core was decimated with injuries, and because we had guys like Braxton Burials at the time and other guys able to step in and really help fill those situations up, it really kind of shored up some issues that we had uh, offensively, things that could have been way worse. So I don't know what's going oh, yeah. on and why Miko was traded. Um, I haven't heard a negative word about him at all from anyone, Same. you know, via the media, if anyone, you know, know something else again we're, we're live so maybe that gets you know put out there or spit out today but let me tell you something i i haven't heard anything and again the the, the yeah, type of speed and explosiveness cool that he brings to this offense i thought could have been utilized way better than it was especially again, oh, yeah. you're seeing guys like randall cobb who randall cobb is phenomenal but he's 33 xavier gibson he's undrafted he's you know rookie free agent <laughs> it's just 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, but, he's but, a before I let you. You know, he's cool yeah, for but, there, but he's old. You know, nothing against yeah. him. Like that's all. Like I can't imagine playing in the NFL. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, and I, it's it's like yo, man. I don't you get it. With the... Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't get it. But before I let <laughs> you go, Rusty, right? I got I got I got a question for you, man. I actually got a two part question here. I want you to give me your shining star of the Jets defense so far this season. Who's a guy? that really has impressed you with what he's been able to do. I'll, I'll just ask that first. Who's the guy on defense that has really impressed you crazy so far this year? Knocking on wood, Quincy, man. Okay. Like, yeah, because he, he got, you know, he's a, he is just so hungry and just got so much, he's just a ball of just energy. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. incredible, and he just goes for four quarters and plus straight. And last year, you know, he didn't really keep his head up. This year, now he's paying mm-hmm. attention. Like he is, like he said before, you know, he's like, oh, I'm in a hundred, and mm-hmm. it's showing. And that's yeah, he he could yeah he, yeah he's he's he, playing yeah. listen. <laughs> he is playing some of the best linebacker. No, he's he's playing some of the best linebacker in the league. It is unbelievable. Yeah. Chris is taking a giant step forward, and he's unbelievable. And it's great that we have that guy locked up for these next couple of years coming. It's been Thank phenomenal goodness. with him. Now, before I let you go, Brees. quickly. <laughs> yeah, and Brees too. Brees, Brees is looking good as yeah. well on our offensive side of the ball. But give me your, give me quickly. No, give I'll me a that. guy. Yeah, give me a guy. Right that you would like to see the New York Jets target to possibly make a trade before, before the trade deadline? Uh, trade? Like, what would we have, were we talking about giving up draft picks and stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, give me, give me a guy. Uh, that when you look, at, you look at all the guys' names that are out there, who's a the guy you would possibly like to see the New York Jets grab at the trade deadline? Because there's been a lot of talk about us possibly, you know, rumors swirling. Jets fans clamor for certain people. Is there a guy out there that you would like to see the New York Jets grab? Give me your thoughts. Are you are you all right? Uh, I mean, you have are you settled with that? That's that'd be good too. I mean, I am happy with what we have, but at the same time, not. So, like, I I don't know. Okay. I, I hope that I, I don't want to to give up draft capital. I'm a you know, me and you are huge at college. We we're seeing what's yeah. coming out in this year. You know, like. Yeah. I do not want to give away any draft picks whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The offensive linemen are incredible this year. And yeah. amongst the other people, too. But, like, I, I don't know. I want – I don't know. I just want offensive lineman security. Because okay. even if you have, quote, unquote, faulty wide receivers, mm-hmm. you know, you can make up for a lot of that with, with you know, offensive line. So yeah. okay. that's – that's what I would look for, hopefully, and with no, no. draft capital. Yeah. No, Unless listen, I hear you. I'm all, I, I've talked about that as well. Okay. Listen, Rusty, i got to slide off. we got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Absolutely, Joe. You're awesome, fam. Let's go, Jeff. Salute. Absolutely, absolutely. He already knows what time it is over here, man, for real. You know? <laughs> Salute to Rusty, man. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 number. Call in. We're going to get to everybody. Trust, be patient. New callers, hold on. Val, Chris, Colin, 
Kim, Bonnie, I see you in the building. Hold on. New callers as well. We'll get to y'all in a second. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Val, man. We're going directly to Val, all right? For those of you that do not know Val, he's a savage. Val, we got a lot to talk about, man. You know what I'm saying? We got to have this discussion. I've been going back and forth with a lot of people tonight. Nicole Hardman is now traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. What is your thoughts about this, man? Especially with the Jets struggling to score the football, his, his, his talents seem to not be able to be utilized here. How are you feeling about this move? Man, oh, man. Salute to you, Joe. Thanks for having me again. Listen, yeah. listen. McCole Hardman has not got a shot at all. I, I mean, it just makes <laughs> no sense. No wildcat, no bootleg. I, I'm like, man. Nope. I mean, I'm doing more with McCole Harmon on Madden and killing people, <laughs> and they're not even, they don't even know how to draw up a game plan. I'm kind of <laughs> mad because I was actually killing people in Madden with McCole Harmon. Oh, man, this is this is killing me, man. Killing me. But listen, McCole, uh, yeah, that, that's my selfish reason as well, too. But listen, you have to at least draw up a game plan for McCole Harmon. This is the person that takes mm-hmm. the top of a defense. He could have helped us a lot, even in that Patriots game. Could have helped us possibly in that Cowboys game. But, you know, hey, um, our, our rookie definitely stepped up. But come on, man. Mm-hmm. Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb, 44 snaps, and McCole Hardman only getting three snaps. Doesn't make no yeah. sense to me. And on top of that, you put Randall Cobb as a punt returner? Come on now. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Some Something had to give. And this man didn't even make no sound. He didn't ask a request. He didn't even, like, when the media even asked him, like, what is going on? He said, hey, man, I'm just here to do my job, and I'm trying to do everything yeah. that I could do to get more snaps. But it's just, man, I, this, this is what I'm saying about this coaching staff. They don't know how to utilize certain people. That is just like, come mm. on, this is a, this is not, this is, this is easy. This is a guy that you mm-hmm. can just put in a wildcat. We haven't seen Wildcats since probably the Chiefs game. I don't know why we haven't did it in a while, but we got to learn how to get other people involved and utilize different talents. And I'm still not seeing really this on um, the tight ends. I mean, this is probably the best that we have seen the utilizing of the tight ends in a long time, probably since the Rex Ryan yep. days. Well, I would say yeah. that that rapidly utilizing that. But come on, man, we got to really get this guy. I mean, well, now now we can't, but we should have really got this guy involved a lot more, man. And I feel like we could have definitely used him. And shout out to him being a true professional because if it was me, I'd be like, bro, I just want a Super Bowl, <laughs> and I can't even get the ball. <laughs> I want a Super Bowl, but I can't even get the ball. Come on, that, it just makes no sense. Oh man. my goodness, <laughs> Val said, "Don't come and talk to me because I'm a." I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> I'm right. My mind. You ain't gonna you know, right. you're not gonna right. shut me up. I'm gonna say what I got to say. All right. I look, I already got a ring. You scrubs trying to find a way to get one. I need the ball in my hand. That's what Val said he was gonna say. That's what I heard. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know. But listen, you got a point though, Val. Like, you know, when you look at the situation, I was talking about it earlier, jet sweeps, all kind of things. Uh, should have been able to open up with him in the building, you know, quick screen, stuff like that to really utilize his speed. A lot of things we saw him be utilized, uh, you know, with in Kansas City before we send him back there. There's a reason why they welcome him back because they can use him and utilize his, his speed and explosiveness, especially when you're looking at the Jets right now. 
struggling to score the football. In this recent game against the Eagles, when Garrett Wilson left the field during one of those last drives, uh, we struggled to get open. There was nobody getting open there. And I think Nicole, man, if he would have been utilized more, we would have seen, I I think, a bit better of an output for the Jets' offense. But, you know, Randall Cobb's out there, and he, again, no disrespect to him, he's a savvy veteran. He knows the scheme through and through. And we know he had, you know, a great rapport with Aaron Rodgers. You know, but Aaron Rodgers ain't playing, dog. It's like, you know, yeah. Zach Wilson out there, he want to stretch the field. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let them boys go out there and start launching the football down. But, you know, it, it, it's not, you know, it didn't happen. Now he's out of the building. My next question for you, though, Val, which becomes even more interesting. Now, he was one of the guys that was rumored, you know, to be that the Jets were going to move on from him. Eventually they did. There's other guys that people have been talking about, too, possibly moving on from. What are your thoughts about that? Like, come on now, talk to me. What are your thoughts about some of the other guys? Do you think the Jets will move on from a guy like Carl Lawson or Dalvin Cook? I mean, give me your thoughts, man. Uh, To be honest with you, I really wouldn't move on from Carl Lawson, given that, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't really – I mean, Will McDonald, he's on his rookie contract. and I mean, Mm -hmm. this is his first year. So we don't really know because, you know, it took Jermaine Johnson his second year to go around to get that edge, which he's killing, by the mm-hmm. way, this year. But, you know, I, I, would, I would keep Carl Lawson, even though he is going through his back problems, and I know that's probably still lingering on for right now, but I would definitely keep mm-hmm. Carl Lawson. But if there's a good trade, like, you know, like a good draft pick, probably like a third pick, send him to the Raiders or something like that, I would definitely do it mm-hmm. as well. But, you know, if it's not that, then I wouldn't do it. And for who who was the other person that you said? Sorry about that. There's been you a lot of talk Dalvin about Cook. Dalvin Cook. There's Jets fans that want oh, to move on from him too. How are you feeling? I mean, listen, listen. He hasn't been looking good. Um, the Every time he gets the ball, it just seems like they don't run block good for him. But I'm not going to make that excuse. He has to play a lot more better as well, too. But mm-hmm. I would say Michael Carter, he hasn't really been looking a little too hot as well, too. So it's just like, you know, it's really Brees Hall that's been really, like, picking up the slack from the running back position, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But I will say that – um. I mean, it is only for one year, but if you could flip him for probably, like, a good draft pick, I would possibly do it. But the the team is actually turning around, so we possibly could get to Mm -hmm. the playoffs. So you want as much weapons as you could to get to the playoffs. So if we could keep him around and, you know, if he looks good this Giants game, I I would definitely keep him because he should shine in this Giants game, to be honest with you, because Mm -hmm. that defense is terrible. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and we'll talk about that coming up. You know, we'll talk about that yeah, coming yeah, up. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. we're doing you know assessment of Jets, but we'll definitely have a show where we talk about their upcoming game. Now, my next question for you, my final question for you, uh, there, Val, Zach Wilson, man, I think he's been looking good this year. I think he's been looking good, and I think he's been looking a lot better than a lot of people thought that he would look. Right? I remember when Aaron Rodgers went down with the Achilles injuries. Everybody said the season's over. We're done here. The New York Jets are three and three at the bye. Give me your assessment of Zach Wilson to this point, man. Okay, so non-biased assessment. Uh, non-biased. You already know, Joe. I, I'm not a fan like that. But listen, <laughs> the sc- I'm, and, and even you saying a good year, I'll be like, I don't really know about that. But I will say, listen. Adversity that he's been going through, the scrutiny from the mm-hmm. media, the you know the outside noise instead of just on the mm-hmm. field, 
way how he is looking on the field and he's handling pressure right now. And from what mm-hmm. I've seen from that Eagles game, he has been looking very solid. He's been looking solid. Not the best. I mm-hmm. listen, If we had a real – in my true belief, if we had a quarterback, we would not be in dogfights. I, I feel like from this defense holding teams to, like, 19 points, we should be blowing teams out. I can't even lie to you, Joe. Okay. The red zone position as well, too. We need to get better as well, too. But to answer your question, he has been looking solid. He's definitely been looking solid. His footwork is looking a little bit more better. Ball um, mm-hmm. from the windows standpoint of, like, his accuracy is getting a little bit better as well, too. Um, pressure, his checkdowns is getting better. Um, seeing the field and seeing that the defense is slowing down for him as well, too. It, I think it's just, you know, him, you know, feeling that pressure. See, this is my thing from Zach Wilson. Not to be long-winded, this is my thing from Zach mm-hmm. Wilson. Listen, they brought in another quarterback. I want you to have that mindset, like, listen, this guy is here to try to take my job. Even though I'm a, he's my mentor, I want I want to win this job over. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want mm-hmm. him to have that attitude, like, I'm here to win this job. I want this franchise. This is my franchise and stuff. That's the type mm-hmm. of attitude I'm for in the quarterback. But, hey, he's, yeah. he's doing his mm-hmm. thing, and he's definitely doing his thing, Joe. Yeah, he is. Listen, I think I think he's been a lot better than people are giving him credit for. To me, he's looked solid. We went up against the Chiefs, and he outdueled Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He's not killing us this year. He's putting us in great position. So before I slide off, before I slide off, Val, quickly, give me your shining star of the Jets' defense to this point. Who's a guy that you've identified that's been unbelievable until you stood out uh, amongst all of the you know defensive players that we have? Quickly. Quincy, Quincy has been looking mm-hmm. tremendous. He's look, he's he's definitely okay. looking like an all star. I mean, all pro and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And CJ Mosley as well too. And real quick, Joe, okay. we have that last game generated twenty six point nine million viewers mm-hmm. last game. Mm-hmm. We need some mm-hmm. respect from these referees. They haven't had numbers like this. Since the Super Bowl of the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Eagles, mm-hmm. give us us respect. I'm gonna just say that yes. right there, and I'm done. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, Val. Next time I'm a show, I want to hear from you. I got to be careful what I say, y'all. I want y'all to oh, go yeah, crazy. Yeah. You know, don't go too crazy. I, I but I want y'all to go crazy about how you feel about the molecules of striped shirts. Be careful, but I got to be careful. Okay, <laughs> I got to be careful. Listen, Val. Next time I'm a show, I want to hear from you. You have yourself a good one. All right. All right, you too, man. Everybody likes to subscribe to Joe. Keep doing your thing, Joe. And everything that he says after this is allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I have ever said about Val is alleged. Everyone knows I tell the truth, all right, when it comes to Val. All right, come on, you know. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 6029639 is the number. Call in. Next, we're going to go to the Savage in the chat. GVH salutes to you. He's in the building. He says, Joe, when you get a moment, would you like your, I would like your thoughts on what our biggest need is after the buy. Uh, without knowing the Tittman situation, do we need an answer, a backup guard or backup running back? I would think guard. Okay, we got to you know, clean that up. I know Schweitzer is going to be the guy that's going to come out there. I think he is the answer because he's kind of the only guy that we got. Uh, but um, – yeah, guard is our guard is definitely offensive line is definitely going to be something you got to keep your eyes on going forward. ATV's out, we know that for the season. Uh, we got to figure out what's going on with Tipman, but from everything that we're hearing, it's a uh, it's going to be an injury where he's going to be out for a while. There's toxic something in his thigh. Again, we'll see. 
Okay, so uh, this offensive line is taking hits, and uh, we got to figure it out. So I'm thinking we got to see, you know, what's going on with our offensive line going forward. So that's going to be something that's going to be looked at uh, heavily as we keep rolling. Now, we're going to keep getting to the lines again. 515 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers as well. Uh, Savage is in the chat. Keep putting your questions, and I will come to y'all, you know, in between. I'm one man, okay? Next, we're going to go with my guy, Chris. Chris, we're coming directly to you. Colin, Tim, Jake, Bonnie, I see you. We'll come to y'all in a second. New callers will come to y'all in a second as well. But we got to get to Chris, man. Chris All right. in the building. All for right. those of you that do not know, okay, for those of y'all that don't know, Chris is a savage. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday, Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Listen, Chris, we talking that talk tonight. A lot of discussions hey. going back and forth. Miko Harbin has been traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, interesting. Um, it, you know, I, I didn't think they were going to trade him. I thought they were going to leave it to see how it played out to the end of the year. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, they traded him. Uh, it may be a part of another move that's coming up. I mean, I would hope so. Um, so, uh, you know, I hope it's part of a, another somebody being added to the roster. So I'm trying mm, to find, okay. I'm trying to think like, like, uh, you know, uh, maybe, the, maybe they are going to make a move for, for another, uh, a receiver. I don't know. Okay. And who, so and you're talking that talk right now, right? There's a lot of talk about some of the guys that, you know, Jets fans would like to see brought to the Jets. There's receivers out there. Is there a wide receiver you would like to see the Jets target? Give me your thoughts, man. Oh, man. Um, well, I mean, we initially we were talking about, uh, hey, man, there's, there's a lot of guys out there. I mean, obviously the, the, the prize would be Devontae Adams or Mike Williams. That would be, the mm-hmm. you know, the ultimate uh, thing. I mean, on the low end, you got a guy like, um, um, you know, some guys in Carolina, maybe, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of those Terrence guys, Marshall. veterans. Terrence yeah, Marshall, Terrence yeah. Marshall, one of those guys. Yeah you know, over there, or, you know, maybe even, uh, you know, like I said, but, um, I mean, when Garrett Wilson went out, the, the offense looked really bad, you know, the, the passing mm-hmm. offense. So I'm sure they didn't do this without any kind of plan. And maybe dressed, maybe they seen something out of Jason Brownlee or, you know, that they, they like, you know, and maybe they he, he's the guy. So who knows? But this is part of another move that's coming up. But I'm mm-hmm. disappointed that – that they could not find any plays for Nicole Hartman. I'm I'm disappointed. And I was listening to the guy from Georgia, and uh, mm-hmm. he's absolutely right about, you know, um, Nicole Hartman, about class act, a guy that has, uh, you know, top-notch speed. And, you know, I'm sorry they, they couldn't find any plays for him, especially we're struggling in the red zone. I, I, I'm baffled because, like everybody else, I'm like, oh, What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, listen, Chris, you're, you know, I'm right there with you. I'm wondering what's going on, especially like you said as well, again, with our struggles in the red zone, I would wonder like a team, a team that's struggling to score touchdowns, why is it that Nicole Hartman's speed and explosiveness couldn't be utilized? I don't know. I and and that, that question, that situation in the red zone, to me, leads to my next question for you. When you look at the struggles that we've had in the red zone, who do you put that more on? Is it more on Zach, you know, in his play, or is it more on Nathaniel Hackett in the play calling or packages? What, what do you put our struggles in the red zone? Who's to blame at this point? They're not putting the right personnel in. I mean, Jeremy Rucker okay. is a guy that you could put in there. 
um, you know, the red zone. I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of – I mean, it's it's weird, man, because you would think like, the, uh, you know, uh, the other guy – what's the other uh, – not – not we have a uh, – what's, what's the guy's name, the other tight end we have? The tight ends, Tyler uh, Conklin. C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy. C.J. Uzama. You would think that mm-hmm. C.J. Uzama would be a guy that we could really use in the red zone. He was really good mm-hmm. when he was with Joe Burrow. He was a you know a guy that you can you can you can count on, but you thought you think that he would be more utilized in the red zone, and that's what I thought that he would be using. Or uh, you know I mean uh, I mean you got the fullback. I mean and if if you mm-hmm. you know you got even got like a practice squad like a guy like Coons that can go up in the air and get a boy six eight. I mean so mm-hmm. I mean it's it's weird that they not they're not utilizing or thinking outside the box on how to actually do this man, and it's uh. It's you know obviously I'm I'm of the different opinion than everybody else Joe, because I look at the Eagles game and we sh- I mean it balances out and win is a win, but we should have lost that game. <laughs> if you hit that field goal, we we lose yes, that sir. game. And then and by the grace of, and by the grace of the football thing, I guess the you know we mm-hmm. the call for Kansas City was was balanced out because of karma. But we should have lost that game, man. I'm just gonna be honest. No. Nah. No, nah, no, nah, nah, not me. Nope. Chris, I will take a W however it comes. Okay. You look at the New York yeah, Jets. There, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of games that we could have lost, right? Or a bunch of games we could have right. won that we lost. You're right. Uh, because of different things. Look at the Kansas City game, right? I, I mean, we. Yeah, I mean, we should have won that uh, game. I agree I'm with not, that. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna tell you who did it, right? Because I gotta be careful. But y'all know. <laughs> I, I gotta be careful, okay? I already, you know, I gotta yeah, be careful. I, get it. I, get I don't wanna, it. you know. All right, I gotta be careful now. But there are molecules <laughs> and striped shirts that be around fields often, and sometimes they can, you know, have an impact on what we see. That's all I'm gonna say. Molecules and striped and striped it's shirts. Been a, okay? it, now it's been a bad. It's been, it's been a bad year all around. Yeah, so it's like you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take away any W's at the New York Jets here. I'm gonna right, take, I get it. I I'm gonna take the W however yeah, they come. So yeah, yeah, so you know, I, I but I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful when I talk about them. Now I we understand. continue on, right? We we continue on. You look at the Jets defense; they've been amazing. I think there was a stat that was out. They've only given up one touchdown in the second half of a game. Amazing uh, at, at, up to this point this year, right? Been phenomenal. What are your thoughts on the production? of this defense and how they've been playing. And, again, it's my final question for you. Give me the guy that, to you, has stood out amongst all of the defensive players that we have. Give me your shining star so far at the Jets' defense. Uh, C.J. Mosley. And I've, I've – Wow, I've, okay. When I um, – when a lot of Jets fans thought he was overpaid, thought he was, mm-hmm. was a thing, and I said, this guy is Hall of Fame guy. This guy that we need to keep mm-hmm. in Jet green – for the rest of his career. This is a guy that, mm. that leads as the quarterback on the defense, leader of men. I'm entirely on mm. defense, rolls through C.J. Uh, Mosley. So I, I I give him the credit. You know, there's a lot of other guys on this team, but, who you know, the quarterback of the defense is C.J. Mosley. He keeps these guys yeah. motivated. And I think he should be not only always getting played, I think he should be extended um, past mm-hmm. this thing, and he should be a jet – he should be – in the, in this jet uh, uniform for the rest of his career. Uh, wow. But okay. I, but one, one, one last question I wanted to ask you: Do you mm-hmm. think that I mean at the trade and deadline, somebody? Do you think we should add defense? Do you think we could could win? 
with just the defense, because the, de- the defense really impresses me. Do you think we should add mm-hmm. another piece in the defense to make it like an elite? Like we already have an elite defense, but can yeah. we add another piece to this defense? Like somebody was talking about Danell Hunter or somebody like that, and adding another pass rusher to these guys. Do you think that a mm-hmm. team that with an elite defense can win the Super mm-hmm. Bowl? Like I mean, really elite. Yeah, I and mean, a, yeah, and, and, and an okay offense. Listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and this is a phenomenal question for you, and, I, and I'll finish the call on this. Listen, uh, Danielle Hunter is phenomenal, right? And, and, yes, elite defenses can win you games, absolutely. They can do that. We've seen that happen in the past, right? You look at the, the Ravens did it, right? Uh, Trent Dilfer, not that great, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We've seen other teams as well, Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Uh, you know, they were able right. to put together a great defense and win Super Bowls. Yes, you can do that, right? But we already have an elite defense. I don't think we necessarily need to add a piece you know, Hunter's phenomenal. He's a phenomenal player. But you also got to start to look at what kind of capital do you have to give up to grab a guy like that, right, of that stature. You also got to look at the future of the New York Jets, too. We're going to – a lot of people talk about Aaron Rodgers coming back, and I'll put this out there just quickly. There's going to be some guys that may not be returning. One of those guys could be Makai Becton. That's a big hit. If we don't get him signed, which he has no fifth-year option, if you don't want to franchise him and we don't get him signed, that's a hole at left tackle. Right? Then we got to figure out what's going on with ATV once he comes back. Is he going back to guard or is he going back to tackle? Uh, Connor McGovern, he's not going to be here for the future. He's on a one-year deal. We move on from here. There could be some big holes. Everybody talking about Lakin Thomason. He's a left guard right now. People have been wanting to get rid of him since he basically he got here. So the, cap, right. the, the capital right, that we'd have to give up to make a trade for some of these guys could hit us down the line because this offensive line may need to be completely retooled. And if you don't do that, then Aaron Rodgers is going to be running for his life again, coming back. I think he's going to be in his, in his late 30s again, right, coming back off that Achilles injury, trying to run around and avoid, avoid guys. That's not good. That's the last thing you want. That is would, the you last give up your first round for, would you give up your first round for, like, first round this year for Icky Aquano or somebody like no. that? No. I, I mean, listen, those guys are phenomenal, right? Aquano, uh, you know, I think he's a good player, but – I don't think that – there's so many guys coming out this year, especially some of the offensive line talent that's phenomenal. We need right. to keep our first rounder and make it work. There's some things we could do in the first yeah. round. We could trade down and still grab guys and continue to build capital in this upcoming draft. I, I would want to keep our first rounder because, again, we could have a real big issue where we don't have an answer at left tackle or right tackle. Because if you want to move our ATV back in the right guard, that's going to be a big mm-hmm. hole there. But that's just, just uh-huh. you know, spitting right now. I don't know what the New York Jets are going to do, but if you want to talk about a pass rusher, why not play Will McDonald more? Why do we draft him in the first round? Isn't he the pass rusher that we would need? Let's continue to push him and develop him. But, listen, this defense doesn't need that. We need to start scoring points, and we need to start putting some answers together (laughs) offensively. All right? Chris, i got to slide off because i got another call. Next time I'm sure I want to hear from you, all right? Yeah, Chris, bring in the heat, man. Salutes. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers again. Please be patient. We're going to get to everybody, okay? <laughs> next, we're going to go to my guy, Colin. Colin, I'm coming directly to you. Jake, Jason, you'll be next. We just lost Tim. Hopefully he comes back. Salutes to Colin calling in. For those of you that do not know Colin, he's a savage. Collins, salutes. We've been talking that talk tonight. We got Nicole Hardman going to the Chiefs. People are talking about the New York Jets red zone struggles. Zach Wilson, who I think has looked better 
that a lot of people were giving him credit for. Once Aaron Rodgers went down, he's been looking all right. The Jets are three and three at the bye. Give me your thoughts on that stuff, man. How are you feeling? Uh, good evening, Joe. Good evening to the staff. Hold on, man. Um, the Nicole Hardman thing, um, I mean, I'm not going to harp on it because, you know, everyone already spoke about that. I'm just going to trust mm-hmm. the process, right? Hope, hope, hope that Jody and Salah know what they're doing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's, what's the point of keeping McCall if you're just going to have um, a Denzel Mims part two, right? Because that's pretty much what, what that was trying out to be. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with them sending him back. Um, mm-hmm. We got enough guys. We got the weapons. Um, so you know, um, I'm not I'm not concerned about that. Um, okay. What I am concerned about is why is everyone praising Zach Wilson? I mean, I I, I don't get it. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. what have you Give seen? Give me your thoughts, Colin. What Give have you? What have you really seen, Joe? I was at the game. I was at the Eagles game, mm-hmm. and okay. it was a frustrating game all the way until, like, that last two minutes when the defense got that interception. But other than that, it was very frustrating. I'm sure if you if you go on YouTube and everyone that did a stream, no one was mm-hmm. praising Zach Wilson at any time during that game um, because mm-hmm. I certainly wasn't. Um, you know, and the other thing with Zach Wilson, everyone is saying, oh, you know, he's not turning the ball over. You're not turning the ball over, but you're not passing either. You're not, you're not really doing mm-hmm. much, you know. It's, I feel like it, it's, well, I don't want to turn the ball over, so I'm not going to take the chance, you know, to, like, get the ball to a player that might be a step or two away from the defender. So, mm-hmm. and this is why, you know, we're not scoring in the red zone. We're, we're not, we're not. We're winning games because of the defense, but how long is that going to hold up? You know, so. But is that, you know. Okay, listen, and to, to answer, and again, the only thing I'm not I've seen a, with Zach, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say the only thing that I, I've listen. seen improvement with is is a, like a third-string backup quarterback stepping up <laughs> to, like, a backup. <laughs> listen, he, hold, hold not on, a starter. Hold, he, he has not hold, stepped hold up on. to a starter, Joe. Okay, hold on, hold on, Colin. Listen, yeah. I, I, I see – look, I know you're not a big fan of Zach, all right? And I'm objective. Everyone knows I've been very, um, very tough on Zach in the past, right? But I'm objective, all right? I'm very tough on quarterbacks. That's, that's how the league is. That's how the world is. Here's the deal. When you look at the situation, right, you look at what he was able to do, you know, in, in the game, get the bills, comes in, boom, gets us a W, right? Quarterback that, everything's fine, everything's looking good, all right? We're continuing to move and shake with him, all right? We're continuing to move and shake with him. It's not like he's, to me, he's going out there, he's making plays, he's made great throws, right, at times. Now, is he Drew Brees? No, he's not Drew Brees. He's not Peyton Manning. No. He's not Tom no. Brady. He's not those guys. But we're continuing to see him grow every single week. That's what we're seeing, Right. You look at the game, the, the game against Denver, he went out there, did his thing. You look at the game against Philly, he put us in great positions, 186 yards. He made some big throws in that game. But you also look at what he's been able to do. Look at the, look at the game against the Kansas City Chiefs. That was a phenomenal game from him. He outdueled Patrick yeah, Mahomes, but, made throws, made critical throws, here's, great plays, thing, 245 yards. He's moving the ball and making things happen. I think he's yeah, absolutely growing and putting things together. But go ahead, but, give me your thoughts but, on that, Colin. Can 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 we score twenty four points, twenty seven points? 
can can we can we are we going to ever see thirty points in a game this this season with Zach? Yeah, we have um, against Denver. We had thirty-one points oh, against Denver, that, thirty-one to twenty-one. Yeah, that was the that was the one that was the one game. Well, that that game had a lot to do with the defense. You know. Okay. My 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 thing is like, look, I don't hate Zach. He he's our quarterback. Mm-hmm. I'm a Jets fan. I'm rooting for Zach every week. You know, I yeah. I'm not rooting for Zach to fail. I'm rooting for Zach mm-hmm. to do better. But the thing is, yeah. it's like you're watching all these games and you're like. You know, when you try to compare Zach with anyone else in the league right now, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard to like compare like who he's actually better than for for a guy that was a second round pick. This is where I have the issue. You know, he's a second second round a, a second pick overall, mm-hmm. and he's not living up to that second pick. You know, look at Trevor Lawrence. But we also, night, you know, hold, hold on mean, a second, and I don't mean to cut you off, Colin. But we also got to yeah. keep in mind, and this is a very important point that I think a lot of Jets fans are missing. And again, I want to hear from everybody and everybody's take, and I'm going to let you go ahead because I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. But people are forgetting that <clears throat> this year was not about Zach Wilson at all. It was about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers went down, and here we have Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was not supposed to be playing this year. This was the year where he was supposed to basically be on the bench, learning from uh, Aaron Rodgers, learning more about this offense, gathering intel, gathering data, figuring out how to get things together, and then he was supposed to be put on the field whenever Aaron Rodgers would step away, right? That didn't happen. So this is his first year in this scheme, right, with this offensive coordinator, working with a lot of, you know, different guys. Alan Lazard, first year. You know, we got some other guys that have, that have been brought into the building. It's the first year working with some of those guys. And, again, the first year in this scheme, and he's been able to go out there and look solid. I'm not saying that he's Patrick Mahomes. That is not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's Joe Burrow. I'm not saying any of those things. What I'm saying is Zach Wilson is going out there and putting the Jets in position to win games and not losing them games. That matters. I understand we all want well, Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow and all those guys, especially, again, number two pick in the league, right? Or number two pick in yeah, the draft. I and I get that. But guess what? Yeah, I don't Having know. a guy that can hold the fort and be solid and continue to build upon that from a quarterback position, a lot of teams would take that too. But give me your thoughts. Go ahead. Continue yeah. on. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know how he's putting us in a position to win games, Joe. Maybe I'm just mm-hmm. seeing things differently because – in my opinion, the defense is the one that's putting us in position to win games, and and we're really not taking full advantage of doing that. But we're but we're we're, we're getting by, you know. We're we're getting so by. Our City kicker, game? our kicker, is the one that's probably mm-hmm. putting us in a better situation to win games because he can kick from fifty-five yards and make a field goal. So, you know, for for me, like, I think. You know, the bye week is coming up. When we go against the Giants, the Chargers, you know, we, we still got, we still got uh, Miami twice. We yeah. got Buffalo as well. We got the Patriots mm-hmm. again, you know. And, you know, everyone is saying the schedule is, 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 gets easier. They, they, to me, there, there's no easy game. The Giants game yeah. is not going to be an easy game, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to say that any one of these games are like an easy win, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you know, let's see how he does, you know, against the Giants. But at some point, my, my point is, Joe, is at some point, mm-hmm. this offense got to put us in the lead 
you know, and not rely on the defense like week in, week out to like keep, you know, the other team on the 20 points, you know, and holding these teams down. Because when when you get to a team like Miami, it's going to be difficult to win those games. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm Look, just saying I, like, you know, Jack Wilson, mm-hmm. in my opinion, still needs a lot of improvement. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one play I was at the game. And it was third Quickly, and seven. Yeah, at yeah. The, at the, towards the end of the fourth quarter, it was like 525 remaining. And Mikola Hardman was lined up all the way to the far right. It was third and seven. And the corner for the Eagles was running across the field because he was out of position. And Zach is standing there in the pocket, and this guy is darting across the field. And I'm screaming like, what is he waiting for to snap the ball? Because he snapped it, it was a clear touchdown. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's where you know, in my opinion, a more experienced quarterback would have known to get that ball out right mm-hmm. away. Um, so, no, you know, he, he does need to still improve. Um, yeah. But no, he needs listen, to have and, really and Listen, and I hear you, Colin, and there's things that he can work on and get better. Again, I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes, but I do see the growth in Zach Wilson this season. Again, you go back and you watch that Buffalo game. He made a lot of great plays and throws in that game. You go back and watch that Kansas City game. He made some great plays and throws in that game, and even in that Eagles game, to put us in positions, right? I understand we're not scoring. We need to finish with touchdowns. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But guess what? We're being put in position to hit those field goals. We're being put in position to move down the field, and Zach Wilson is a, a big part of that because he's a quarterback here. But I understand your take and where you're coming from, Colin. i got to slide off because i got other callers. Yep. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, Joe. Take care, buddy. You have a good one. It's a great call from Colin. Listen, I'm, I'm here to listen to everybody's perspective. I want to hear. It. All right, we're going to keep moving through, though, because we got callers. We got to get going. Listen, next, I'm going to my guy, Jake. We're going directly to Jake. I know Jake is going to have something to say. Other callers will get to you guys in a second. Jason, 470, Tim, I see you in the building. For those of you that do not know, Jake, he's a savage. Savage. Jake, salutes. Listen, I'm going back and forth with a lot of people, Jake, you know, talking about our offense, our issues scoring the football, you know, not getting it done in the red zone the way I think we should be doing. We also traded Nicole Hartman. Uh, our defense has been looking phenomenal. We're 3-3 three and three at the bye. Give me your thoughts, man. How are you feeling about this Jets football team, and what are your thoughts on our struggles in the red zone? Joe, happy Friday. Um, like I told you about a couple weeks ago, win the next two games, and we have a season. So it happens. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, first, first, I just want to say one thing. Just, guys, remember, you know, while we root for a team, we are one team, and what's going on in Israel and Ukraine, we stand united. So, you know, the whole last couple of weeks have been pretty hard for me with Israel. So I just want to say one thing. We're all united. So I just want to start with that mm-hmm. first. So please pray, donate any way you can. I just want, I just want to – share that first, Joe, if you didn't mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts about the Jets, man? Well, um, I can't believe we're here. I can't believe we are at 3-3. Three and three. Um, It's been quite a roller coaster ride, if you want to call that at this point. It's been up and down and up and down and up and down. And um, uh, how we go forward is going to be curious. I'd like to know exactly how Robert Sala does after a bye week. I, in the past couple of years, has not been good. So you've got a, hopefully, a 
layup Giants team you're playing after the bye now that Shane Lemieux is out for the season and a lot of their other linemen are not doing well with Daniel Jones. So, Robert Saul, I say it again, please start strong after the bye because you made a big statement after this Eagles game. Uh, you know, Joe, the state of the team right now, everything is obviously trending upward. Um, let me just continue to tell the honest truth. Uh, Ryan Leaf Jr. is still Ryan Leaf Jr. I have not seen enough. Oh, my Lord. I can't see enough. I have not. I don't know where the last two games I've seen nothing like the Kansas City game, period. I don't care that at this point now we're going to talk about a glorified game manager as a below average glorified manager. That's what he is right now. Because okay. I thought we're, we're, we are – no, Joe, let's be honest. Let's be honest. The mm-hmm. Eagles game was all, was all the defense and Brees – let's just say something right now. They need to mm-hmm. upgrade the offensive line. There's no tomorrow because now Joe Tittman's injury. But there's yeah. nothing I can tell you in all honesty. Brees Hall is like a cheat code. You don't even need – you need the worst offensive line in football to make him even look 70% of what he does, which is still a top-10 running back. So mm-hmm. I know uh, someone with a caller before said about, like, the red zone woes. Guys, the answer is just run Brees Hall. At this point now, until Ryan Leaf Jr. decides to throw the football, it's going to be mm-hmm. run the ball. There's no reason Brees Hall should not be getting the ball two, three times in the red zone. Like, I, I would mm-hmm. honestly have no problem if Nathaniel Hackett designed as many plays. Listen, if the Giants can do every single play with Saquon Barkley, which they are clearly doing right now, I don't see any reason Brees Hall should not be getting the ball consistently more in the red zone. He is getting it done every single week. The guy is a freaking native. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're talking about guys like Garrett Wilson, who, I mean, this guy is a godsend to this team. I mean, if you, if you don't give this kid enough credit, I don't know what to say anymore. This kid has just yeah. been literally the, the heart and soul of this team. He is. He is literally mm-hmm. the heart. Like, I, I'm, they should be making him a team captain at this point. I don't know why they haven't at this point. Um, yeah. But, you know, other issues I can tell you, Joe, is just, you know, where's Jeremy Ruckert? Why is T.J. Ozama once again being proven that he was signed to be an offensive lineman, not a tight end? I don't know where he's yeah. been. At least Tonk was beginning involved. Um, you know, the Mecole Hardman situation. Look, guys, it was a one-year $4 million deal. Stop crying. Stop whining. Okay, it didn't work out. Big deal. Who cares? You got a six-round pick mm-hmm. in 2025. I'm not going to cry about it. Kansas City needs him clearly more than we do. So, now, mm-hmm. the question is, are we getting Devontae Adams? I don't really know because we don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball yet. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation because we're watching a medical miracle in front of our eyes. Now, is that going to really happen? I don't think so, but he at least has shown you some hope to believe he'll definitely be back next year. So, as yeah. much as I really listen. want Devontae not it's not going to happen. So, you know, yeah, yeah, listen, Go listen, ahead. listen. I, I, I hear exactly what you're saying. And, again, I understand some people are, you know, there's been a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers returning the season. I don't know, okay? I want to make sure that he's 3,000% ready it, before he's put yeah. back out on the field. I, I, I understand the medical, you know, uh, the, the science and, and medicine is, is, is accelerating at a rapid pace, but I, I want to make sure that he's 1,000%, 3,000% before he sees the field. So I don't, I don't personally think he's going to be back this year. Now, Devontae Adams stuff, I think it's, it's a little outside. I understand. I've talked to Jets fans. They're saying, get Devontae. He wants to get away from the Raiders. I, I hear what you're saying. Okay, but that's going to be some big capital I think we'd have to give up. They're not going to give him up for cheap. And you just talked about something that's extremely important, and I'm going to continue to hit on as this season continues on, just like I was talking about in the offseason. The future of this offensive line is in peril. There are some issues. And we're already having issues right now. We know 
Who knows how long Tipman's going to be out, but from Sella's own mouth, it's going to be a while. So whatever injury he's got, it's going to hit him for a while. We're already having issues with ATV out. We know he's done for the season. You got Max Mitchell over there. He's been okay at best. He was getting beat a lot against the Eagles. So we'll see as we continue to go forward. But that's something that I think we need to utilize our cap, uh, our, our capital for uh, in this upcoming draft, especially with a lot of these guys coming out. But when you look at this offense that has been struggling in the red zone, they do need to clean things up. I think Brees Hall has just been phenomenal. This is a guy that I didn't think that we would see what we're seeing right now from, and he's just been unbelievable. I don't think anything actually happened to him. I don't think that injury actually happened. I think he just wanted to sit down because he has not had any effect at all from that ACL, which is crazy. He's taken off. You see the speeds there. Everything's moving. But an important point that you brought up was this defense and how phenomenal they've been. I've been talking to people all night about how great this defense is. And, yeah, we bring up Quincy. He's phenomenal, right, playing a great linebacker. We bring up C.J. Mosley. But we're not talking about the shining star of the defense. I'm wondering why I haven't heard anyone tonight talk about Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff. Nobody's you, talking Joe. about him. Thank you very much, Joe. Like, Thank no, you. And, and, you know, listen, I listen I, to everybody. I'm here, to, I'm here to listen. Thing. Why is Bryce Huff not playing more? I've said this for two years, Talk Joe. about it. I'm giving you the fi- Where is final Huff? thoughts and questions on that. Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Bryce Huff, nobody talking no, about him. He's, 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 he's near the, the top of the league in pressure rush. rates. Give me your thoughts. He's the best pass rusher on the team. Guys, he's the best pass rusher. I said this since last season when he knocked Josh Allen's elbow to the ground in the Buffalo home game. This kid is the best pass rusher. And, Joe, just to go back mm-hmm. on another point, just back to the wide receiver discussion, I don't know if you've heard yeah. the rumors, and maybe this is a speculative rumor, if Hunter Renfro is available for Carl Lawson, I do that in a heartbeat right now. If you want to get another wow, receiver okay. on this team, there's your answer right there. Mm-hmm. Carl Lawson is getting phased out, and then you get Will McDonald in there because you already know you have your future pass rusher, the star pass rusher mm-hmm. in Bryce Huff. Yes, I love the story yeah. of Quincy. Yes, I love Sauce Reed. Yeah. I love all the stories about defense. Even though I believe, I don't believe C.J. Mosley should be extended. That's my other answer. But the fact is, is mm-hmm. that Bryce Huff is the heart and soul of the pass rushing squad of that front seven. I love Quinnen, but this guy is mm-hmm. so dynamic. He is stacking yes. up with T.J. Watt, guys. Understand yes. that. He is stacking up with people yes. like T.J. Watt. Come on. Mm-hmm. Jake, I have got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? No, Joe, Joe, I want to say one more thing. I want to say one more thing. Go ahead. You know quickly, who I hear quickly. Star? I'll t- let me tell you one more thing. You know who the star mm-hmm. on this team that nobody is talking about? And the reason we won the Eagles game, guys, you ready to hear this? Greg Zerline. Let's talk uh, about yeah. Greg Zerline. <laughs> this guy won the game. Yeah. He won the game. Because yeah. one missed kick, yeah. look at Jake Elliott. He is now the boo birds all over him. Guys, mm-hmm. give Greg Zerline. We've got a real kicker here. Thanks, God. Yeah. Good night, Joe. Yep. Good night, Jake. We're, I'm telling you, Jake calls in, and it's nothing but fire. I hear I may not agree with everybody's takes, but I'll let you talk. You know, I want to hear from you. Next, we're going to keep things rolling. All right, be prepared. We're going to go to my guy, Tim. Tim, we're coming directly to you. Jason, you are next. You are next, Jason. 470, I'll see you. Other new callers, we'll get to you in a second. Lines are hot. We're going to Tim, though. Man, listen, for those of you that do not know Tim, listen, this man right here, he's a savage. Tim, salute. What's up? What's up? Typing. You got some things rolling. I don't know what's going on. Listen here, man. We got things yeah. moving and shaking. I'm talking here. All right. 
going back and forth with a lot of people. And uh, we're talking about the Jets offense. Nicole Hartman's been traded to the Chiefs. Jets are struggling to score in the red zone. I think that Zach Wilson's been better than a lot of people are giving him credit for, especially with the Jets now being 3-3. Three and three. And uh, honestly, they should be 4-2, and two, but the molecules and striped shirts, I don't want to get too crazy, but you can. <laughs> um, give me your thoughts and feelings on this New York Jets football team and how you, how you feeling about the trade of Nicole Hartman. So I was thinking about this, and I have a conspiracy theory. So my theory is this, right? <laughs> Here's know. my theory. And it goes, Joe, it goes back like this thing is, is layered like an onion, man. It goes back like five, six conversations, what we were talking about with the offensive line. We were talking about depth okay. on the offensive line, concern there. Mm-hmm. And recently, you know, recently what do we see, right? We see Tittman go down. Um, yeah. Vera Tucker go down. So, you know, you gotta you gotta know Joe Douglas. He's he's a he's a line guy, so you know he his eyes are are out there looking to see if there's some big big men that we can add to this uh, this line. And sure enough, yeah. you know they were able to find one over there and and and, and trade Nicole to get one. So mm-hmm. my theory my theory is this that they literally acquired Nicole at the beginning of the season because he was a good value and they could get him purely for trade bait at the trade deadline. So so that's my theory. Like kind of like okay. kind of like kind of stashing like a wide receiver which might might be more easily dealt especially after the season starts and maybe some injuries happen. Um uh-huh. kind of sta- kind of stashing him just in case an offensive lineman did go down, they could they could get another offensive lineman from somebody. Hmm. Because I mean, he never played. He, he never played. I mean, that, that's that's an interesting theory. I don't, you don't know how that pans. You look at what we're have, what we have, and what we're dealing with now. You know, I mean, we got a six rounder. We had to give up a seventh and Nicole for it, but we got a six rounder back. We'll see. Maybe you know, Joe Douglas turns something into turns that into something. But you know, I look at it like this. I think that they signed him because Aaron Rodgers is here, or was you know the starting quarterback at the time before he went down with the Achilles injury. And I think that Nathaniel Hackett saw whatever vision that he had of Nicole in this offense, right? Because when you look mm-hmm. at what the Jets paid him, and I get it's a one-year deal, but they're eating uh, 2.5 and like some, some more money from that, like some change of that deal. So they give up some, you know, they eat some cash from that situation. But I, for whatever reason, things just didn't work out or pan out here, which is strange. And we're not hearing anything about him being like a bad locker room guy or nothing, but for whatever reason, the role just didn't fit. And what's crazy is the stuff we're seeing with Xavier Gibson, you know, the little gadget gadget plays we've seen from him, end arounds, quick streams. Nicole Hartman can do that. Uh, some of the yeah. things that we're seeing from Randall Cobb, right? Randall Cobb, who, listen, he's a great veteran. He's done a lot of great things in this league. I remember the days when Randall Cobb was in his prime and he was destroying people. I remember that. But now he's 33, right? Mm-hmm. It's not the same Randall Cobb that he was. And a lot of the snaps that he's getting, a lot of the things that he's been asked to do within this offense, Nicole Hartman can do that. When you look at us, we're mm-hmm. a team that is struggling in the red zone. We're struggling to score, struggling, right? We're getting by kicking field mm-hmm. goals, getting put in a lot, of, a lot of great opportunities, but we're not finishing. Nicole Hartman can help with that because taking the top off the defense and being wide open running down the field like he could be, right, with Garrett Wilson and Lazard on the other side, boy, that would really help the Jets' offense. If you had a burner, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, where, where was the utilization? So I just – you know, I, I'm just wondering what's going on, what, what, well, what's well, going on here. Right. And, again, 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm just give me your thoughts, man. Just give me your thoughts. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Well, I'm just thinking. All right, so you're yeah, no, I hear you. I like it. Um, so so you're saying basically, with if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, maybe the offense would have been the full complexity of what Hackett wanted to install, and therefore there would have been more of a role for me, Cole. Um, maybe but I'm thinking the, I'm thinking that yeah. that's what it is. That's what I'm thinking it is. But okay. again, All right. well, even even without me, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Zach Wilson loves to check the football down the field, so why wasn't he utilizing him? Go ahead. I, I don't want to. I don't want to cut your thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, I was. Well, that's I what I was, That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. So, mm-hmm. like to that point, right? So when Aaron goes down, we actually heard them come out and say, I think Salah might have said it. Um, they have to kind of, you know, not. He didn't use these words, but they had to kind of dumb down the package for Zach mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. You know, and kind of slowly work them in uh, to the more complex stuff as they go along the season. So, and and we've actually here's my counterpoint to that, right? Zach's been playing very well, and I don't see what and and he seems to have good command of the offense at this point. So I really don't mm-hmm. see why they couldn't, in, you know, have installed some plays for Nicole. Or it, like you said, in place of Cobb as well. Like I don't. So what do you think? Do you think there was something behind the scenes that happened? That just put a whole, truly, you know, a rubber stamp on him, basically. That's, and I'm telling you, I don't think we'll ever truly get down to the bottom of it, uh, Tim. I don't. I, I wish that I had some sort of like great, you know, analyst answer for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Crystal ball. Me, yeah. Joe, man, that was a great take, Joe. Man, Doctor Joe, people were calling me Doctor Joe the last time I talked about a uh, Aaron Rodgers surgery <laughs> and how things could work out. I, I really don't know. I have no clue why he wasn't utilized. I, I just don't, because there's a lot of yeah, things I thought, that I thought it was odd. do here that he could do, and I, yeah, I, I'm I just I'm, I'm lost. I'm lost again, especially with us struggling. And that brings me to my next question for you. You talked a little bit about Zach Wilson, and you talked about you know we were talking about struggles in the red zone, and you talk about how you feel like Zach Wilson is playing well. What are your thoughts, and, and what is your analysis of Zach Wilson up until this point? And when you look at him and some of the things he's been able to do. Even though we're struggling in the red zone, do you blame that more on him or on Hackett? Who's more to blame in that? That's kind of a two-part question. Give me your thoughts, man. Well, you know, I don't think it's anybody's fault. You know, I think I think we have to consider the teams that they've played in the first six games. Um, yeah, yeah. They play they they played nothing but just about really good defenses, right? They had Dallas, mm. they had Kansas City, they had Buffalo, so. So, so you know, you got to consider those because in those types of games, the red zone, A, becomes 80% harder to score in when you have defenses mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. B, you know, you, don't, you also don't want to put it all in Zach's hands to get it in the end zone. So I think Hackett's trying to focus more on pounding it in or at least getting it down to, like, the one so Zach could either do it a sneak or, or something easy. Um, but I don't really blame it on Zach or Hackett. I think they were just in really tough games. Zach was really asked to step up in some really super high intensity games with a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, these are these these were not normal regular season games. These were prime time against you know top five teams, and yeah. everybody doubt and everybody doubting him on top of it. It wasn't just you know mm-hmm. hey go in and do your best. It was like we expect to win, and we're not sure if you're the guy. You know, imagine that going into that situation. 
So yeah. I applaud him. I applaud him. I think his post games in every game were appropriate this year. You know, obviously he had that famous slip up last year where he just said, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I didn't let the defense down when they didn't score any points. And yep. uh, and now he's taken full accountability in every press conference. You know, he, he came out and he said, in, uh, I'm trying to think what game was that, where he, f- he fumbled the ball. I think it was Kansas, Kansas City, City where he fumbled the yep, yeah. Kansas City, yep. He, he, and, and he came out and he said, you know, that's on me. Like, that's on me. That's in the fourth quarter. I cannot mm-hmm. do that. There's no way I can do that. I lost the game mm-hmm. for us. And that's what he said. Mm-hmm. And I, I, give, I give him a lot of credit for that, man. I really do. That's a young guy, man. That's a young guy. That's like a 22, 23-year-old kid. I don't know exactly. Maybe even 21, mm-hmm. 22. But, uh, damn, dude, I remember when I was 22, I was reckless. He's 24. For him, mm-hmm. 24. Okay, even still. You yeah. know, I was reckless. And, I, and for him to be so articulate and really take accountability like that, and that really shows yep. that he – he could be a legitimate leader on this offense. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and he's, been, that, he's playing well. Yeah. And I've, I've gone back and forth with a lot of people tonight. Like I said, I don't think he's Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, you know, yet he's not of their ilk yet, but this is a much improved Zach Wilson. And I'm going to give him credit for that because when he was bad, Oh boy, I was the first person. <laughs> I was the first person to get up here and talk about how bad he was and the improvements that he needed to make. Now, are there some things that he can get better at? Of course. But we've seen great plays. You talked about that Kansas City game. He outdueled Patrick Mahomes and was making throw after throw after throw and was cooking. And like you said, the leadership, right? The leadership Mm -hmm. ability you see grow. You're seeing Aaron Rodgers rub off on him. You're seeing Mm -hmm. it. Because, like you said, he stood up there and said, listen, this is my fault. I shouldn't have fumbled. That shouldn't have happened. You cannot do that. You know, I, I, I'm to blame for this loss. And he's taking other things on his shoulders as well. We need to get better. We need to do that. I need to be better. I need to do this. I need to do that. That's something i got to improve. You know, so he's constantly putting team first, team first, which I think is huge in the grand scheme of things. He's taking accountability, even, even when it's mm-hmm. not your fault. Taking that up on your jacket and making it your fault and saying we're going to grow and get better – that builds that team camaraderie as well. Guys want to sell out for you. Guys want to run through a wall for you. So that was a great point as well that you made, Tim. Now, sliding over to the defense, which I saw a stat. Mm-hmm. I think the New York Jets have only given up one touchdown in the second half of any game this season. They've only given up one. Give me your thoughts about what you've seen from the defense so far this season, and who's the guy that you think is the shining star? This is my final question for you. They're dogs. They're absolute dogs. I love every one of them. It's like my favorite thing. I, I look like I get so excited every week to watch this defense. I can't remember the yeah. last time. You know, maybe when Revis was playing, but dude, oh, this defense has been playing. If they're not the number one defense in the league, I don't know who is. I know the Browns, you know, are up there. I know Buffalo's mm-hmm. up there. But you know what? We're not seeing the type of explosive plays that we're seeing out of the Jets, and especially in prime time. These guys have been showing up every single down, and it shows. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a team effort. Yep. If you go back and you watch the tape, every one of these guys on multiple different plays either gets double teamed, you know, armed out. But guess what? You know what they're doing? They're paving the way 
for all the other dogs on the on the defensive line. Jermaine Johnson has been amazing on the edge. He's been closing the pocket on some of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's crushing it yep. down. If he's not making the tackle, he's pu- he's pushing them in the direction of guess who? Quinnen Williams, who cannot be stopped by anybody. So talk about it's it. It's just ama- it, it's amazing to watch. And I would say that there is no one singular person on defense that that you know, reign supreme. They're all, they all work so well together to create this juggernaut. Mm-hmm. I can't, it's just amazing. But I will say if I had to pick somebody, I will say, because I've been able to track his numbers through fantasy football, because I have a league where you pick defensive <laughs> players. So I have, I have both, I've, I have both brothers. I have Quinnen mm-hmm. and I have Quincy Ooh. on my defensive wow. team. And, and, wow. I, I give it to Quincy Williams, you know, and, it, and okay. just give me a second. So, yeah, so, jeez, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the other guy with the red hair? Why can't I think of his name right now? The other linebacker, the, the uh, veteran. C.J. Mosley. C.J. Mosley, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, obviously he's the captain. He's a veteran. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. not including those stalwarts. I'm going to point to a younger guy, Quincy Williams. I mean, I have mm-hmm. seen nothing but but growth out of his game since last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just been dominant every time. Like so many times when he decides to blitz, he comes mm-hmm. through like a cannonball. I've never seen somebody explode through the offensive line like he can, where, to where he is. He's got downhill momentum when he's tackling the guy, and he's and he's tackling for loss three, four yards. And if he's not doing mm-hmm. that, he's He's blowing somebody up in the middle and causing a fumble or, yeah. you know, catching the interception. The guy is all over the field. He's become one of my favorite players to watch. So I'd have to give it, you know, as a standout to him. But, again, you know, it's, it's a standout amongst standouts, correct? It's mm-hmm. like every guy is really good. And, you yeah. know, to be good amongst those men means – Something and I would I would give yeah. honorable mention to Jermaine Johnson because same deal he's just okay. doing so great so there you well, go on that Tim this is a phenomenal call from you I gotta slide off we got other callers we gotta get rolling listen next time I have a show I want to hear from you all right yes sir go Jets absolutely that's right you know what I'm saying he already know what time it is though. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Jason. Jason, we're coming directly to you, 470. New callers, we'll get to you guys in a second. All right? For those of you that do not know, this man, Jason, he's a <laughs> Jason, salutes. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. Give me your thoughts. We've been going back and forth about a lot of this. Jets are three and three at the bye. When you assess this football team to this point, man, what do you think are the goods? What do you think are the bads? How are you feeling about the performance uh, in games and what you've seen from this team? Well, to be honest, man, first thing, um, thanks for having me and hoping um, you have a wonderful night so far. But um, Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming yeah. on, man. Yeah, man. It, it's amazing how this team just claws and fights when we go against these great teams, even though we have a backup quarterback, even though even though we have to, our top three CBs were out this last week, this team to be able to fight 
and be able to win and overcome our challenges, it's amazing. Yep. And again, it hasn't been all perfect, you know. But you know, for for us losing Rogers, and you know, some of us uh, speculate we want to be at least three or three um, going to the ta- or going to the bye. And mm-hmm. for us to just be with this with Wilson, it's amazing. It's I, I gotta give kudos to the coaching uh, for Sutter keeping this team and for the Jet defense, just the team. That's just the players, man. They're so great to be able to be out here and play and be able to get it done. Yeah. No, listen, it's been phenomenal, you know, watching this season kind of unfold so far, especially with everybody. And, you know, I do shows here. I remember the show after Aaron Rodgers went down. There, You know, we got a ton of people coming in, you know, callers like we have tonight, phenomenal callers, and everybody was doom and gloom. There was a lot of doom and gloom. There was a lot of we're done, season's over. You know, there's no hope. There's no chance. We're going to lose every game this season. Get ready to get blown out. Zach Wilson's trash, blah, 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 blah. So on and so forth. And, I, you know, I, I respected it, right? Uh, I disagreed, though, and I thought that Zach was going to be able to come out and that this team would rebound, and they have in a big way, right? We've been able – we beat the Bills in overtime. Even though we got a victory, people were still down. You look at what we've been able to do. You know, we went toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, could have, should have beat them. I'm not going to speak on who did it, molecules and striped shirts, all right? But you look at what we've been able to do. We beat Denver. You know, punch Sean Payton in the face. Then we go and we, we beat Philly. You know, we do things. So I think that this team has really shown. And, again, we beat the Philadelphia Eagles without our top, you know, I think it was four out of our top six cornerbacks, right? Uh, Hardy was out. Uh, Eccles was out. Sauce and DJ Reed out, you know, against that, right. that offensive team. Like, that's crazy, right? And we also had ATV out as well in our offensive line. And Tipman uh, went out during the game too. So Swisher was able to come in. We were banged up going against Philadelphia, and we're still able to go in there, you know, against that football team and get a W. So that's big. This is a Super Bowl, you know, competing football team. Jalen Hurts was looking crazy, uh, getting smacked, throwing interceptions. And, you know, this offense was doing just enough to put us in positions. And, again, Greg Zerline, Tom Morstead, those guys are phenomenal. Uh, You know, just complete team wins. So I really like what I've seen from the New York Jets so far this season. Again, 3-3, and even with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, would have been wonderful. Jets fans would have taken that in a heartbeat. Now, as we continue to talk about this football team, right, what we're seeing out of them, there was a trade made, man. Nicole Hardman was moved on from. He sent him to the Kansas City Chiefs with a seventh-round pick in 2025. We get a sixth-round pick back for 2025. What are your thoughts on that trade, and are you confused about him not being utilized here and then traded? I mean, what are your thoughts on the whole situation? Well, to be honest, um, um, he Hardman talked uh, talked to the media, and he said what pretty much happened. He said that you know when Rodgers went down, every everything was um everything was up on the table, and so they had to build this team around Zach. And um, Hardman wasn't in the not in the Zach um scheme, so that's why they were looking to trade him. And unfortunate, that's what happened. You know, I love Hardman, dude. I loved him when he was on the cheese. I was stoked we got him. Uh, I played yeah. him with him in Malin, dude. He was, he's a fast dude, shitty yeah. dude. I just wish we could yeah. find a way to get him in. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. And even again, you know, I, I know that there, you know, there's been discussions about, you know, so I just don't see how he couldn't still be utilized in packages with Zach because that speed and explosiveness, the ability to stretch the field, especially in the red zone, some of the quick things that you can get to him to really confuse teams. I just, I don't know, man. I don't get why he wasn't utilized. Now, as we continue to move forward, right, 
we talk about this football team, we talk about this defense, man. They have been phenomenal, phenomenal. So many great performances. They're getting turnovers this year. We saw big turnovers against the, uh, against the Chiefs. We saw big turnovers against the Eagles as well, right? Buffalo Bills, we got big turnovers in that game. We're getting to the passer. When you look at this defense, give me your thoughts on the performance that we've seen from them so far. And who's like the shining, you know, star of the defense for you? Who's the guy that you've seen this year that you think is just playing phenomenal? Well, um, I got to say, man, this defense is what we expected, man. Again, they're not the A5 Bales, but you know what? They're yeah. great. They're one of the best defense in, in the NFL right now, dude. These guys mm-hmm. can go in and go out and be able to pretty much take these teams and make them only score under 20 for the most part. That's phenomenal. Yeah. That's all you can have from a defense. And not only that, yeah. they're able to get takeaways. They're able to give the offense more chance to win. Dude, they, um, they'll be able to do this against Allen, against Hurts, against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. There's a track record here, hey, man. There's, there's something yeah. building here, you know. Patterns is yeah. happening, and it's showing that this defense is – wasn't just because we played against bad QBs last year. It looks like it's because we are a great football team and a great defense. I'm happy we have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. So who's who's the guy that's your shining light, like your shining star? Do you think it's Jermaine Johnson who you think has stood out the most? Do you think it's C.J. Mosley, Quincy Williams, who stood out to you the most this season on the defensive side of the ball for the Jets? Man, there, there, there could be a couple of them. But for me, man, I got to go with Quincy, man. Mm-hmm. He has, he has okay. showed up and showed um, he has he's – a, he's a hitting machine and he's able to make plays, man. He has mm-hmm. – it's amazing how Sala was able to get him in here and yeah. be able to make him a, one of the top defensive linebackers in the league, dude. It's, it's crazy, man. It's, and I'm, ha- I'm happy for him. You know, happy we have both brothers. Uh, so great now, they mm-hmm. but they him just him going out there. He almost had a never pick out there um, against yeah. the um, against the Eagles. He just yeah, dropped it. Well, wish he would hold that. But you know what, dude? I'm excited to see what this guy can do the, for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm excited too, man. This is gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season as we continue to roll forward, but. I'm happy about what we've seen. Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in. The next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, man. Have a wonderful weekend. Jet up. That's what I'm talking. Go Jets, man. Listen, you know, there's been a lot of things moving and shaking here with this New York Jets football team. A lot of great plays. Again, I want to continue to give praise to Greg Zerline and Tom Morstead. A lot of people, we've been talking tonight, it's been brought up. I brought it up earlier in the program. To start out, a lot of people, not talking about Greg Zernine enough, 14 made field goals out of 15, 14 out of 15, all right? He's kept us in a lot of games, man. That Eagles game, he took care of business, okay? Took care of business. And it has been such a different experience as a Jets fan being able to trust your special teams, being able to trust your kicker in the clutch. We've seen that, okay? We've seen the other side of that where we look awful. Being able to have your punter pin other teams deep in their own field, winning that, that field positioning battle consistently with Morstead coming into this building has been huge. So I want to give them their credit. 
But again, I'm surprised tonight. Not a lot of people talking about Bryce Huff. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, new callers, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Also, the only thing I don't allow on my show for new callers that may not know, cursing. Okay? Well, one is don't scream over me. That's just one. But the other one is cursing. Do, I do not allow cursing on my platform. Do not call into my show cursing. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster when you got Nicole Hartman out of here. That was fast. Faster than we got Elijah Moore out of here. That was fast, man. Faster than we got Jamal Adams out of here. That wasn't fast. Woo! I had to triple up on that one. I had to. Was that Nicole Hartman? Was that too early? I want to hear about that. We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in next. We're going to go to area code 470. 470, we're coming directly to you. You look like a new caller. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about Nicole Harbin being traded to the Kansas City Chiefs from the New York Jets. 470. 470, going once, going twice. 470, you're gone. All right. We're going to keep on moving, man. Listen. There's a lot of things moving and shaking here. A lot of things moving and shaking. 470? Hello? 470, you're on the line. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to speak. You couldn't hear me? No, we, I couldn't hear you at all. Uh, maybe you're on the oh, yeah, yeah. first I off. Could... I want to thank it, you for calling in. Give me your name, where you're from. You're looking like a new caller. And give me your thoughts about Nicole Hardman being traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, my name is uh, Dwayne from New Jersey on this house home. Oh my goodness, Dwayne calling that's, in. First that's, off, he's <laughs> that's my full Dwayne name. Dwayne no, didn't split in from the house phone. For those of you that do not know, Dwayne is not new. He's a savage. <laughs> Dwayne, you're calling in from house, your house phone sounds amazing. I'm glad you got the setup on the house phone. Everything's good. Ain't got to worry about the headset. Give me your thoughts about Miko Hardman and the uh, being traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. How you feel about it? Well, you know, at first I want to say, you know, from the, the Jamaican phone service, I couldn't get house and mobile, so I had to get an American house number. It's all right. <laughs> You know, I was trying to get a deal. <laughs> you was trying to get a deal. You was trying to get, trying a, get deal. a deal. You know what's coming with them deals. It's all right. <laughs> you know what's coming with them deals. You already know, you know what's coming with them deals. It's supposed to be a oh, Jamaican man. cable package, but it's all right. Yeah, well. Um, all right, well. The Miko Hartman thing, man, I, you know, <laughs> it may not, it, I may be overblowing it, but I mean, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was worth potentially uh strengthening the dynasty that it's at its weakest moment right now. You know what I mean? Like I okay. know they're not in they're not in division rivals, but if we were to go into the playoffs, we're going through Kansas City. They're finally struggling at a certain dimension in their T 
team, which is wide receiver. Mm. And we give him a wide receiver, not for next year's six-round pick, but 2025 mm-hmm. six-round pick, and a swap at that. Like, it wasn't worth it at all. Unless Joe okay. Douglas was trying to um, open up some cap space to make a move or something like that, I don't mm-hmm. see the point. I would have kept him on the roster and let him go to free agency. I didn't like it. Yeah. But most people are going to say, well, it's not going to be a big deal because he wasn't good here. How good can he be at Kansas City? I don't think mm-hmm. these two teams are mutually the same type of team, but I, I wasn't a mm-hmm. big fan of it. Yeah. I was, I was a little confused myself, especially, again, I've been talking about it all night, the speed, the explosiveness, the ability. How can we not utilize him within this offense that honestly is struggling uh, to score, right? We're also struggling to stretch the field often, as often as I think we should be, right? When Garrett Wilson went down in the Philadelphia Eagles game for that drive, nobody was really getting separation on that drive. I mean, Cole Hartman should have been out there. He should have been utilized more. Like, we, we, should, see, we should have seen more out of him. But now, poof, he's gone. And, uh, you know, we're sitting here, and maybe, again, this opens up the door for Jason Brownlee, and we'll see, you know, uh, Xavier Gibson, his – his, uh, you know, his role within the offense, I think, will be expanded. Uh, but uh, it's going to be very interesting going forward. I'm, I'm kind of shocked that uh, Randall Cobb has gotten so many snaps, especially as a 33-year-old wide receiver. But, you know, here we are, and it is what it is. Now, when you look at this New York Jets team and you look at where we're, what's going on here, give me your analysis of Zach Wilson, okay? Well, you have people call in tonight and say that he stinks. Um you know, others have called in and said that, you know, he's playing solidly and they think he looks good. I, me personally, I think he's playing all right. Tell me how you feel about him so far. We have to at least give him this much. He um, he went up against a gauntlet of defenses. I know we talk about the yeah. gauntlet of quarterbacks. But it's a yeah. gauntlet of defenses. Now, we can't give him too much credit on that because I looked back at the other Eagle games and it's like every quarterback mm-hmm. had a better game against the Eagles defense than mm-hmm. Zach, you know, but they're still an elite defense, top ten. So Eagles, Kansas City was number two, a bunch of teams. But for what he went against, he's playing pretty good for a backup. Yeah. So yeah. my thing is I don't know what people want the Jets to do because there, I don't think another backup is going to come in here and play against that gauntlet that we just went through and play better than Zach did. Or, you know, if not much better or not, you know, if if they do play better. And then if you yeah. want to trade, we just traded a, uh, a high-value pick for a veteran quarterback. You want to trade another high-value pick for a veteran quarterback, which probably – is only a third, and we can't. Nobody. Most people are not going to want a third for. Um, what's this guy from the Vikings? Um, are you talking about Kirk Cousins? Castle. Yeah, oh, Kirk Lord. Cousins. So, yeah, that that um, dream. Go go ahead. I'll let you. Yeah, go ahead. that's a, that's a dream to me. So I don't know what what people want the Jets to do. It seems like people are angry at the quarterback situation. Like, mm-hmm. do you really think Simeon is going to do better? You know, it's not like Zach's throwing a bunch of picks. He had uh, a few good games. His his, pass, his um, completion percentage is up, um, mm-hmm. and and you know he still has to remember this was an offense made for Aaron Rodgers. He still has a chance mm-hmm. to develop a offense made for him. This is the bye week, right? So this is the mm-hmm. time to do that. Um, mm-hmm. 
he was he you know advanced advanced statistics show he's like one of the more um, accurate quarterbacks and the top fourth most most pressured quarterback in the league. A lot of quarterbacks that get pressured top five are turnover machines. So you got to give him mm. that little credit. Yeah. You know, um, he played yeah. the Giants next and the Chargers. There's a chance mm-hmm. he may look more like a modern quarterback against some defenses and some teams that aren't elite. It's possible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't think now is the time to judge Zach. I think after the next three games is a better time to judge Zach. Yeah, and I think what a lot of people are, are, are losing sight of as well, and I talked about this, we weren't supposed to see Zach Wilson this season. We weren't. There's supposed to be Aaron Rodgers playing here. They they figured that Zach would be sitting on the bench watching him. But, again, this is his first year in Nathaniel Hackett's scheme. This is year one. He's still learning, just like a lot of other guys are still learning this scheme as well, too, and you can see it. They've even talked about it, still learning the wrinkles of the scheme and how to do certain things in certain spots, even some of the calls, the audibles and stuff like that. We're, we've heard them talk about it publicly. We've heard Zach talk about it. Uh, you know, with the, there were some issues about uh, – I remember that, that – I think it was the, the Denver Broncos game. You know, he was confused about what to check into when he saw certain things. They're still learning the scheme. They're all still learning it. So that's a point I want to put out there as well. Now, we are getting a little short on time, Dwayne. But uh, I want to get your thoughts on this defense, man. How are you feeling about what you've seen for this defense? They've only given up one TD from in the entire second half of any game once this year. Um, what are your thoughts about what you've seen from them, and who is your shining star, a guy that you feel like is just head and shoulders, just playing extremely well above you know, all the rest of the guys on the defensive side of the ball? Go ahead and give me your thoughts quickly. This is, uh, this is it. I thought – um, Robert Sala just had a good system, you know the mm-hmm. the you know the the wing, you know defensive line and you know good zone. Now I'm starting to believe he's a play caller. Like it's the, what what, yeah. um, what yeah. this guy was talking about. The guy that caught the pick at the end, Tony Adams. He was like, you know, the first Tony time Adams, I yeah. did it, I blitzed. So I wanted mm-hmm. him to believe I was going to blitz and then fall back mm-hmm. into zone. So now he's yeah. now it looks like. Remember how we used to always talk about Belichick being that mastermind play caller? I'm not yeah. calling Salah a mastermind, but the guy has a plan, like a legit map of we're going to do this and do this and do this, and a quarterback is going to do this. I don't typically Absolutely. think we have a lot of genius defensive coordinators. I think we have a lot of coordinators with some good systems and some good players, but we've taken mm-hmm. a few um, – free agents, undrafted free agents and all that and and throwaways if you want to call that from other teams and made them mm-hmm. stars. I don't think that's just happenstance. I think no. Robert Sala is a good play caller and and Obridge, You yes. know. Yes. So, you know nobody's giving him credit for that. Go ahead. You know what's crazy Dwayne and it's great that you bring that up and again I, I, we're getting short on time. That's the exact same thing you did in San Francisco. I'm telling y'all, this is the exact same stuff. That secondary that you saw against the Eagles that was all banged up and there were guys, but they were still performing, exact same thing you did in San Francisco. That's why I was so fired up when he came here. It's the exact same stuff. I remember when people were saying that, you know, there were were guys that was in that San Francisco locker room that people thought were throwaways and they weren't very good. And he would put them in positions, oversized safeties. It was different guys. I'm telling you, multiple guys. 
You know, he was coaching yeah. up a lot of guys and putting them in great position to make plays. But quickly, before I have to let you go, because, you know, blog talk be hating, give me your shining star of the New York Jets defense. Well, first of all, <clears throat> it's Bryce Huff, still Bryce Huff, but there's a unsung hero, and that mm-hmm. is Woody Johnson. Like, to create such <laughs> a devastatingly terrible field that you injure all the Jet players, all the Eagle players, you know what I'm saying? That really helped us win the game because we're used to our players getting injured on the field. They're not. That was a master strategy from Woody Johnson. I would I was here complaining, not knowing his plan to the Super Bowl was to injure everybody that touches that field. Genius. Genius, Woody Johnson. Oh, my God. Dwayne, what a call. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I'm a show, I want to hear from you. Call us from your house phone, man. Call us from your house phone more often. No more headsets, all right? I'll be working nice, but I'll try, man. I'll try to get the package, bro, the Jamaican package. <laughs> Listen to way. Next time I'm a show, I want to hear from you. You have yourself a good one, man. Have a good one. Peace. All right. <laughs> man, really enjoy talking to Dwayne. He's a good guy. Um, we have a lot of fun on this show. <laughs> Listen, that turf needs to be changed. Guys are already talking about it. I, I don't know how feasible that is, but, you know, grass needs to be laid down, uh, you know, across all stadiums. Everybody should be on grass, all right? That's just my personal opinion, all right? All right, we're getting short on time. I have to move on. We have to uh, end the show, all right, before our blog talk start hating, all right? Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me show you to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. Type in at The Long Beach Joe, at The Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Here they go, Hayden. All right. <laughs> go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. If you want to troll me, no issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. <laughs> at all times. All right. He's going to be back next season dominating, man. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, go ahead and follow me. Troll me. I'll go back and forth with you, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun. I'm also on YouTube as well, for those of you that don't know. Come on over to YouTube, type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Long Beach Joe Jets. Go ahead and subscribe, hit that notification bell if you want to troll me. Hit me in the comments. We'll go back and forth, and I'll troll you as well. And as always, people, when I see you in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for taking the time out of your day to call in, interact with your boy, all the savages in the chat, everybody that goes back and forth to me. I absolutely appreciate all of y'all, all right? And again, Suzy Coleman Foundation, please get involved with my fundraiser page. All that, move, all that money goes directly to Suzy Coleman. We're all about fighting breast, fighting breast cancer and bringing breast cancer awareness to all. So until the next show, you folks have a good one. Peace. Hey!